Hey, before we jump into the episode, I just wanted to let you know that our course and coaching program called Youth Ministry Growth Accelerator now offers a three-month and six-month payment plan, which makes enrolling easier than ever. Just head over to growyouryouthministry.com and sign up today. And as an added bonus, if you join by Friday, May 17th, we're offering a free student leadership launch workshop, which will help you build and launch your student leadership team from the ground up. I can't wait to see you in the program so we can start accelerating the growth of your youth ministry today. All right, let's get into the episode. It is time to get organized and plan for the next year. Today, we're talking all about your youth ministry calendar. Welcome to the Ministry Coach Podcast. This podcast will give you actionable steps, not just information, but also implementation. Whoa. Yes. My name is Jeff Lascola. This is Kristen Lascola. And as we're getting towards the end of the year, I know a lot of youth pastors are now planning for the beginning of next year. Or you should be anyway. (laughs) Surprise. That's something you need to do. (laughs) So that's what we're talking about tonight is all about planning out that calendar. Are you you doing a 12-month overview? Oh, yeah. Okay. So 12 months. Yeah. So it's... I I would say you still have a little bit of time, but that is actually one of the tips I was going to give is that you should have your calendar for 2022, or if you're listening to this in the future, like by Christmas break of the previous year. So, I mean, and I don't just mean done, like I know what we're going to do. I have the document done and saved so that when that time comes, you just review Make sure you still are on pace and then print it or upload it, whatever. So we are talking all about a 12-month youth ministry calendar, and I'm going to tell you exactly what is on mine for each month. Do with it what you will, and who knows, it might spark some creativity for you. Um, All right, so before we get into the 12 months, here are the staples that you will have every month. And they'll seem a little obvious, but I'll fine tune them for you so that you're not like, right? So weekend services, that's a given. Mm -hmm. And here's why it's worth mentioning is because I don't know what your church does with weekend services and youth, but the more youth pastors I talk to, I realize not every church is offering youth services on the weekend. Wrong answer. (laughs) Anytime you offer a weekend service, you need to offer everything for everybody every weekend. And the reason for that is you, we've talked a lot about growth and certain things that are hindrances to growth. And there, there was a whole episode on that. Mm -hmm. And here's another one. It wasn't, it's not worth mentioning in that episode, but it's worth mentioning here is that if a new family shows up, with their kids, with their students of all ages and ranges, and there is nothing designed for their kids and for their family in its totality, Mm -hmm. I think it's a huge miss. So there's some small churches that they like to keep students in with the parents for all kinds of reasons, but it's usually a small church. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking to grow your youth ministry, if you're looking to grow your church, you need to have junior high, high school, children's, adults, 
available at every service you offer. Don't scale back for the weekend. So weekend services, rain or shine, you are there. Also your midweek program. So again, that'll just be a given in any month. We have Saturday and Sunday, Sunday. Then we have Tuesday and that will build the structure. That's the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And the reason it's worth mentioning midweek is because again, some youth ministries decide to take the summer off and Wrong answer. (laughs) Do not cancel your youth ministry unless it's totally necessary. And here's what I mean by that. Out of 52 weeks in a year, we cancel three weeks. Let me guess. You're talking about your midweek program. Yes. Christmas. Uh Uh-huh. Two weeks for Christmas. I'm working backwards. Oh, so you take two weeks off of Christmas? So we take the last two weeks of December off to give our leaders a Christmas break. Thanksgiving. Nope. We meet at Thanksgiving. Oh, and then summer camp. Summer camp is the only other one, which you could argue we're working harder than ever. We're actually not canceled. There's just not youth group held that week because our entire staff, all the resources are at our whitewater rafting trip. So one in July, two in December. And I always tell kids... Like sometimes I'll get a new parent, like, are you guys meeting tonight? And that's the question they should never have to ask. I always say, if you're ever wondering if we're meeting, the answer is yes, unless it's Christmas (laughs) or we're whitewater rafting. Other than that, we will be there because you don't want people to have to guess, are they on this week or do they take this off or what's going on? I even meet the week of Thanksgiving. Why? Because my youth group isn't on a Thursday. Nobody celebrates Thanksgiving Eve. So we're on a Tuesday, (laughs) which is plenty of time for you to make your turkey. And there's a lot of people that don't travel. (laughs) And so you're just home. And now historically our numbers dip that night. Oh, well, we still have something for you. And that's the mentality. We always want to have something for them because Mm -hmm. we don't want them to get in this habit of like, if we're dodgy and hit or miss about it, then they're kind of hit or miss about it. I think consistency is key for growth. So if you're in a growth mindset, you got to buckle up, buttercup, and be consistent. <laughs> buttercup. My little buttercup has the sweetest smile. Okay. Nailed it. You Sorry about know? that. <laughs> we are so good at syncing up. <laughs> Not really. Okay. But we try. Well, we started singing. Anyways. Uh, maybe we'll do our Willy Wonka duet for them someday. Maybe if you request it enough, we will do it. We have yeah, a you Willy don't have to twist her arm too much to do. It. <laughs> we have a Willy Wonka. Okay, fine. Here it goes. <laughs> if you want. Okay, but um, yeah, consistency is key. Offer everything at all times. Yeah, you know, don't be hit or miss. That's the mentality going into this calendar. Now, the next one that is a predictable occurrence, other than weekends midweek. And then the first Friday of every month for me is my SOS meeting, which stands for students of service. It is our student leadership team. We have a meeting the first Friday of every month, although we do take the summer off for student leadership because we want to give a break in between sessions Mm -hmm. so that people, when they start in the fall, they're starting on a fresh team. So, um, that, and then we do service projects sprinkled throughout the year. I think a good rule of thumb for service projects for your student leadership team is one a quarter every two to three months. You know, I used to try to do one once a month too much. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. So every three months I feel like is, is good. So those are like, all right, that's the given. Now let's fill it in with the fun stuff. Like what we are gonna, you know, the sprinkles, you know? (laughs) So let's start with January. Okay. I thought you were going to sing it. <laughs> What's the you song? You start the year off. Uh, you know Beach songs Boys. I've never heard. I've never heard that. Calendar Girl? Oh. I love, I love my girl. Oh. Girl. I don't know if that's the Beach Boys, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I don't know Beach if your Boys, version is If you're accurate. listening, can you clarify who sings that? Okay. January is our glow overnighter. We've talked about the glow overnighter before. I don't remember what episode it was. Glow in the dark game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But we tell you all how to do it. Maybe you can figure that out and link it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to overcommit you now. No, it's easy. Okay. Easy peasy. So if you want to know how we do the glow overnighter, uh, Jeff will link that for you. So it's a glow in the dark sleepover at the church. And it's easy, fun, and a real crowd pleaser. And everyone (laughs) looks forward to it. Uh, Start the year off with that. February is winter camp. That's our event. If there's a month with camp, sorry, guys. That's all you're getting because camp is enough work. (laughs) All right. March is starving to serve, which you may have heard it called the 30-hour famine. So we do not combine or partner with Compassion Inter- no, not Compassion International. Um, Outside the Bowl? That's the one we do partner with. It's called Outside the Bowl. They're located where we are in San Diego. They build soup kitchens all around the world, third world countries, and our junior hires commit to fasting for 30 hours, raise money, and the money goes to fund those kitchens. We used to partner with... Why can't I think of the name of the organization? Mm. Well, it was a different organization that fed the hungry and we don't anymore. We go through outside the bowl, look them up. They're an incredible organization. If you're looking to do a 30 hour famine, that is definitely a worthy cause. And the reason we switched from our previous partnership is because outside the bowl is very intentional about sharing the gospel with Mm. these people. So it's not just about food. Um, I mean, obviously that's a part of it. And these, my junior hires are literally responsible for building soup kitchens in Haiti and Tijuana. Like they've raised like over a hundred thousand dollars at this Mm. event before. And I tell them, you guys are changing the world because you went 30 hours without food. It's amazing and empowering for them. They learn so much but compassion or keep saying that outside the bowl, outside the bowl, <laughs> they also preach the gospel. So it's like we are feeding souls and bellies and it's a win, win all around. April is our, well, we do technically two events in April, but they're both pretty easy in a way. The first one is small group night out. And that's when all the small group leaders are responsible for planning a night out for their small group. Pretty self-explanatory there. I'm sure you've done something like that. And then the other one we do, I've mentioned in previous episodes, is the Double Dog Darathon. And that's when kids, like on a Saturday night, go over to someone's house, a few junior hires at each house. And every 30 minutes, we post a new dare on Instagram and the group completes it. And then they post it and they tag us and then they use our hashtag. And then the next day at church, they all come and we do awards per category. Mm -hmm. And so we show their thing up on the screen 
like their completed challenge. We have them come up on stage. We give them a prize <laughs> for their category. It's super duper fun. And that one's pretty easy. You can also go around and like visit the different houses that kids are at and add that to your Instagram story. It's a lot of fun. That's April. May is the Royal Rumble. And (laughs) this is a new event. I used to call it the biggest loser. Um, I mean, yeah, but we changed the name. It's the Royal Rumble. It's basically when we invite all the incoming sixth graders, current fifth graders, incoming sixth graders to check out our midweek program. And we make it a really fun boys versus girls competition. The winner gets an ice cream party served to them by the losers, which Mm. is their favorite part. And so, yeah, we make it fun. It's not super like intense competition because they are still fifth graders and it could be a little much for them. But yeah, we play games every week and get them super pumped to move up to student ministries. And we do that every Tuesday night in May and for our midweek program. Okay. All right. June is when our beach days begin. So in June, we launch beach days. Once they're out of school, we meet at our beach every Thursday from 11 to 2. And yes, every Thursday during the summer, 11 to 2. It's fun at first, let me tell you. But then by August, I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. So yeah, we just do a chill day at the harbor. We go get ice cream. We you know, play games, whatever, have a good time. So if you don't have a beach where you're at, consider a lake Lake day, day, a park day. day. Everyone's got a park somewhere nearby. (laughs) True. Or just invite (laughs) them over to your house every Thursday (laughs) and they can play bocce ball in your backyard. Absolutely not. So July is our summer camp and we go whitewater rafting for a week. It is a long week and that is our event. Then August, we do chaos at the beach. Chaos is the name of our midweek program. And instead of having it at the church, we do chaos at the beach. We extend the time six to nine, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, Make it a little longer. We do worship. We do a message. We barbecue. We play Kajabi Can Can. We do it with a yoga ball on the sand. It's a lot of fun. Oh, and I did forget to mention the other event we do in July. Man, they're lucky. They get an extra event is we do super chaos. So it's super easy, but they lose their minds. They love it. (laughs) All we do is go an hour later because it's the summer and they don't have school. So we do super chaos. And sometimes I'll like rent a can, a Canton Condi machine. (laughs) (laughs) Canton Condi. (laughs) Cotton candy. Cotton candy machine. (laughs) Or do root beer floats. Canton Condi. I have to remember that. Canton Condi. Canton Condi (laughs) machine. (laughs) Yeah, it's always fun to do something like a fun food. Yeah, you could do snow cones. You could do cotton candy. You could do root beer floats. Yeah, just something fun after the, like we do normal youth group up until, like we go 6.30 to 8.30. So we do normal youth group till 8.30 And then we do this transition where we do like a just dance and then everyone gets in line for root beer floats. We reopen the snack shack and then we play two more games Mm. and they love staying out late. They love the extra games. It's just a fun like summer vibe. 
Okay, so we talked about August, chaos at the beach, and then September is our all overnighter. And that is, do you notice I didn't say overnighter? I said all overnighter. Like it's an all nighter, <laughs> but an overnighter, meaning we do sleep. So we get on a bus and we go to three different locations. Then we come back to the church eat cold pizza <laughs> and then we go nine nights like around 2 a.m it's still late junior hires you still got to stay up late wow very exciting the only portion that they actually miss is when they're miserable and sleeping on an ice skating rink yeah and, and they don't ever see that but no. it's like you hit this point at the night where even they are not having fun they think they can party they can't they, can't. they cannot no. party i can't either it's though every goal That's why. summer cam we're staying up all night Ugh, nobody like, wins oh, okay. nobody well this is genius i'm never looking back now because we did all the events except for one they went to bed and then their parents picked them up at like 7 30 the next morning and we did an all overnighter. It was great. And you used to, for a short while, do something that I invented, which oh. was the take on the all nighter, which is called the all dayer. Oh. And instead mm. of killing yourself, don't poo poo this idea. I didn't poo poo it. Instead of killing yourself to go all night, you just start at like nine in the morning, go until like nine at night, do a whole bunch of stuff, take them everywhere. And then guess what? At the end of the night, you get to go to bed. Yeah. That's a win for us. That honestly, I'm not saying this because it was your idea. It was a harder sell. It was. I feel like the all overnighter. Just tell them. And then when it. you get home, stay up all night. <laughs> and tell your parents like you're going to be home in your room by yourself all night. Okay. Then um, October is the battle. And that's our big outreach event where we do a competition series Every night for our youth group, the winning team wins a trip to Six Flags Magic Mountain. And yeah, it's a big hyped event. We spend a lot of time and a lot of money making it awesome. We share the gospel in four separate parts. We give an invitation at the end. I'm sure your church might do something similar. That's our big October thing. And then November um, is when they actually go to Six Flags the winning team. But the other things we do in November is an SOS takeover. Remember SOS was my student leadership team. We let them take over for a night of chaos. It's mm. actually tomorrow for us. So that should be fun. They get to do the message, write the talk sheet with our direction and you know, all of that. They aren't just like, we don't wind them up and let them go, but they pick all the videos. They get to run the game. We'll see how it goes. They will, I'm sure, do a great job. And then the other event we do in November, I mean, I do a little extra in November because I feel like these aren't like events that take a ton of extra work. So the next one we do, the students are so bummed, but I told them, get over it, is bring your parents to chaos night. And they're <laughs> like, this is the only time that we get to get away from them. I said, this is one time, guys, one week. So I consider it like an open house type experience, just like they have open house for school. I think the parents should get to meet the small group leaders. I think that's the number one reason I do it is because parents sit in their car. I'm not blaming them, but they don't get out at night. And so they don't necessarily get to meet their kid's small group leader. And like back in the day, you would have to call someone's house and be like, hi, I'm Kristen from North Coast Church. Yeah. Like, is Danny there? You know, oh, who's this? Oh, I'm her small group leader. But you don't talk to parents anymore. We don't call people anymore. So when are parents going to get the opportunity? 
at Bring Your Parents to Chaos Night. So I have a really fun game planned where it's going to be students versus parents. I'm going to make the parents do all of our icebreakers and fun <laughs> stuff. And we've done it before. Parents are ready to party. Yeah. They have so much fun. The kids can get over it. Oh my gosh, like stop being such a baby. And <laughs> I think the parents then kind of appreciate what we do because a lot of them will come up to me after like, oh, I wish we had had this when I was in junior right. high. Oh my gosh. Because you know how kids are. You're like, how was youth group? Good. Yeah. What did you guys do? I don't know. And most kids like, probably don't want them to come in and watch. Not that you're opposed to having a parent come in and watch, but the kids are probably against it. Yeah, so it's like, are. just drop me off and go, you know, so they don't ever get to see really firsthand what happens except for a totally. night like this. Yeah. Like, like even last week I had this dad come in and he was walking his daughter in, but it was so unusual because parents are never in there. So I was like, hi, like, can I help you? Are you looking for someone? He goes, oh, I was just walking her in. Is that not a thing? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I guess it's not really. I just wanted to make sure you didn't need anything. Yeah. He goes, okay, don't worry. I won't be here next week. I'm like, no, you're welcome anytime, please. But it was kind of true. It's like, there's one parent, yeah. like, because they just don't come in. But I'd love for them to see what we do because we're proud of what we do and we have an awesome staff and I want them to meet them. And then December, obviously, is Christmas chaos. It's our Christmas party and we've done different things for that. I've talked in the past about our murder mystery Christmas party. That that was a whole lot of fun. Um, we've done Christmas like Instagram Oscars or it always changes. Is it a Vine? Is it a reel? Is it a TikTok? <laughs> TikTok. I don't know. Film something, put it on the Story. screen, and we'll give you an Oscar if it's good. <laughs> Different categories, like funniest, most creative, yeah. whatever. So yeah, just some kind of Christmas party. And then you're off. Well, we're off for two weeks. We take the last two weeks of December off. So here's a couple tips for how to do a calendar. You are welcome to steal any of my stuff or drop a comment and let me know something awesome you do for one of the months. And maybe I'll put it on my calendar for 2022. I'm always up for ideas. So make sure you have hard copies available at all times, because if a parent comes into your room on a Sunday morning, a Saturday night, or at youth group, you want to be able to hand them something. Also, make sure your contact information is printed on the calendar. Mm. I give them my email address, my cell phone number, and my office number. Also, side note, I don't know why people are so afraid to put their cell phone number on stuff. Because they don't want to get that phone call at a time that they don't want to answer it. Well, I... Which for me Agreed. is most of the day. I don't but want to answer any phone calls. I wouldn't say it's like, oh no, I'm flooded with phone calls. Parents use it when they need it. They don't really want to call and just talk to you. <laughs> Obviously, you get one in a million who's kind of weird and calls you about all kinds of stuff. But maybe we're just really lucky. I have amazing parents. Like when they text me, it's always for a good reason, for a good question. When they call, it's for a question about an event and they need to get a hold of me and I'm not in the office. Mm -hmm. I think it is vital that they have a way to get a hold of you. Also, um, make sure that it's available on your website. So anything that's on the hard copy also is available online. We've talked about that before, the difference between pushing and pulling information. We want to do both. Yeah. If it's only on the website, you're expecting them to come to you. But if it's a hard copy that you hand to them, you're pushing information to them. So when the calendar is fresh, like we just turned over a season, I do mine in three months, things like per season. So I do right. January... February, wait, no. January through March. No, December, January, February, oh. March, April, May, 
June, July, August, September, October, November. Hmm. Those are my calendars that come out throughout the year. And when they do come out for the first couple weeks that they're out during pickup, I go out with a stack of calendars and I give get them your calendar here. Get <laughs> your calendar here. Pretty much. And they love it. And then they get a hard copy in their hand. There you go. If you don't there have you a ton of kids, I would also recommend folding that sucker up, putting it in an envelope, getting a mailing label, just make it a party, get some snacks. It It's tedious, but I did that up until probably two years ago. We're too big now. I think it just is too expensive. It's yeah. not because I'm not willing to do the work, but that's a lot of postage. But if you only, if you have a youth group of under 50, then for sure, hard copy in the mail coming to them. It, you can never over inform people right like do anything you can you need to know what we're doing you need to know what's going on like any way you can website all that yeah and the Um, website if you if you're on your church website if you are not listed shame on your church like when they have like staff and you look and it's like here's the head pastor oh i hate that and that's it it's like oh so the head pastor runs everything does everything in the church cleans up afterwards and does the youth programs and does the children's no Everybody needs to be on there. You don't have to have a picture or anything like that, well, but at least your name and you, contact information. Yeah, who you are. I always think sure. it seems so arrogant when it's like staff, lead pastor. That's it. Maybe he's protecting everyone. Like you're going to have to go through me to get to these people. <laughs> I don't, Maybe. I just think it's probably more likely laziness. Either that or your staff has such rapid turnover. That's like, I <laughs> oh, can't update this enough. It's just me. And that's it. <laughs> Just Jack. <laughs> um, yeah. And then the last one I was going to say is have it done before Christmas break so that you can take a couple of weeks off at the end of the year, know your calendar's done and you're ready to go. So that is the calendar episode. Yeah. It's good that you talk about the consistency of it and how it relates to growth because like you're saying, anything that kind of like is, is a change. Like if you are like, we're going yeah. this week and then we're off. And then sometimes we meet and sometimes we don't, it just mm. kills it. It's it like does. we, oh, as far as a town size go in where we live, it's considered a fairly small ish Southern California town. And so a lot of the businesses in our town, it's like shop local, shop local. But our we're biggest closed on Monday beef, yes, and then we're they have only weird open hours 3 on and Wednesday. they don't stick to them. So they it's don't. like you have a random day that you're not even there. And then all of a sudden it'll be like, OK, your hours say you're closing at six, but it's four o'clock and nobody's here. So what you what do you do? You go to the next town over where they have a Walmart. <laughs> whoa, <that's-> whoa. <laughs> yeah, I tried to get our vacuum fixed yeah. for weeks and I would show up to the vacuum shop they were never there, even though I was there during posted hours. And then I had to go on like our uh, friends of Fallbrook like right. thing. And I'm like, does anyone know like when this place is open? They're like, whenever they feel like yeah, exactly. it. And I'm that's like, most of the. OK, I guess I'm going to Oceanside. And I yeah. get it. Like, you know, they're they're mom and pop but shops. But it's like if you want to be taken. Exactly. If you want right. to be taken seriously and you want have, have that consistency so people come to you and then you can support local Youth ministry-wise, be consistent so that your youth, your youth group knows when they're having their meetings and it's not this questionable. Are they going to be there? Are they not? Right. You know, so. Preach. That's a, yeah, that's a soapbox speech right there. All right. Question of the day. This is a one-word I don't even know what this answer is. Answer for this question that I want to hear your response. Yours, Kristen, and also yours, viewer and listener. Beans, beans, <laughs> the what fruit? Oh my gosh. This is so easy. Magical. Musical. 
magical. I've always heard musical. Beans, beans, the musical fruit. Beans, beans, the magical fruit. I think it's magical. I think it's musical. Oh. You guys need to vote because okay, maybe I heard it is you musical. say it one time as magical. And I'm like, I've never. I mean, it could be magical, <laughs> but I've never heard it said that way. I've always heard musical. Okay, finish this. Beans. <laughs> beans, beans. They're good for your what? The more you eat, the more you what? <laughs> Isn't that the same for everybody? Beans, beans. They're good for your heart. Yes. The more you eat, the more you pass gas. So you I don't, can't say that's, fart on our podcast. Fart. This that's is, not that's not in question though. I think that lyric is. I just wanted to say it. Oh, okay. You just want to be able to say fart. <laughs> I wanted you to say fart, but you didn't take the bait, so I had fart. to fart, fart, fart. There you go. Yeah, the moment has passed, and you didn't mean it when you said it. <laughs> oh, you have a community comment of the I day. I do. Did you come up with a song yet? Uh, no. It's community comment time. Okay, so this is from Johanna Fisher. Something tells me we have read one of hers before. Maybe not. Maybe it's just in my mind because she sends me some pretty awesome DMs. Anyways, she said, thank you for the latest video. It gave me strength to keep going even in difficult and stressful times, which was so great to hear. That was the episode where we're talking about Jesus multiplying what we mm. give and that we don't have what it takes to do. Sorry. Get <laughs> do, choked up. <laughs> do youth ministry, but that's okay. And I love that she shared that that was like what she needed to keep going that week. Yeah. That's huge. So thank you, Johanna, for letting us know. That we is a cool that. one. If you guys have been impacted by this podcast in one way or another, preferably in a positive way, please go to Apple Podcasts <laughs> and leave a review. We would love to hear from you. If you guys are watching on YouTube, go ahead and leave a comment and tell us something there. And hopefully we'll be able to read all of them on the air. I always say on the air, like we're going live. <laughs> on the air. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Well, anyways, Mr. go ahead and Seven. do it. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening, and we'll see, see you, you next time. time.